Can you give me your phone, though? Yes, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me? What's going on? Oh, good in the hood, man. Got a, got a lot to got a lot to talk about. Have you? <laughs> I haven't, but we we done a lot of chatting this week, haven't we? Yeah. Before we get started, yeah, check this. Have you heard of this book? What do you know about this book? The success system that never fails. I've never heard of it. Who who's W Clement? Clement? Okay, I don't know. Was out W. Clement Stone. Heard of him? No. Okay. This this is what's this is what's crazy. Okay, so who's Napoleon Hill? What's his book called? Think of Grow Rich. Yeah. So W. Clement Stone. So Napoleon Hill went bankrupt. He went broke. Do you know that? I think I've heard of that. I so the author, the author of Think and Grow Rich. Used his principles in his life and ended up broke. Just it's in a t- the reason why it's in the title "Think and Grow Rich" because it's all about thinking. W. Clement Stone hold uh, Napoleon Hill. Napoleon Hill had to work with W. Clement Stone. At the hey. end, they wrote books together. They they co-authored, um, like I think the uh, what's it called? There's one book about having a positive mental attitude. Old school self, the old school self help books in like the twenties, mm-hmm. but this is virtually like like for like with thinking grow rich. There's just one big difference. This is called the success system that never fails. W. Clement Stone put it into a system and action, so he's got all the mindset and thinking and everything like that. In addition to the action. So half of this book is about you've got to take action, you've got to knock on doors, you've got like you've got to overcome fear. Think and grow rich doesn't talk about that. No. It's more about write down on paper how much money you want to achieve by what date, have the desire, you've got to never quit, but there's not enough about action. And this is like no one's heard of the success system that the success system ever fails. It's crazy. Do you know what I mean? What's going on then? <laughs> no, what I'm hot. I'm t- take this, take this. Why did I even put it on? Did I? Damn. <clears throat> it won't even fit in. Won't even. Won't even fit in in the in the in the shot. TJ, I've been banging <laughs> it that hard. Don't even fit in the shot. Check that. Don't even fit in. Look, I actually don't. Shoulders, bang. I'm joking. Nah, how, how's the gym been going? Been going good. So so yeah, it's going okay. It's not. It's not. I'm not doing as much as I should do because I've been making excuses, aren't I? But I'm just not my priority right now. But I'm I'm still going in a few times a week, but it's nowhere near enough. It's Ramadan in a few weeks. I know, it's going to be big. Going to be big. You're going to be able to stay awake during these sessions, bro. Oh, I'll be more, I'll be more alert because I'm, because I'm starving. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
I'm not. It's that no, week. No hungry. No, try and go to sleep when you're hungry, bro. That's not sleep ever. <laughs> can you go? Can you fall asleep when you're hungry? To be fair, there's times where I have. I'm been like, look, you know what? You struggle, but just get get yourself in bed. Yeah. Yeah. Doze off when you wake up. You're on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't like to eat. Don't like. Don't like to eat late anyway. It's not good. Why do you do you you cook? Why not? Why isn't it? Why isn't it good for you? What's that? Why isn't it good for you? I'm just out of curiosity. To eat what? To eat late. Yeah. Because your body stores it. The whole point of you eating food is to is just to use it, is to turn it into energy and then you utilize it. So you go to actually, it should be a slight, actually you should be, you should have dealt with the energy and then go to bed. So you wake up, you actually wake up hungry and you break your fast. That's why it's called breakfast, right? You break your fast that you had. There you I've, go. I've not, I've not, I've not had any science yet. You just throw no, words no, at no, me. Let me not get the scientific studies. So, so t- tell me, what, what does it do? Because people, you're, people, you're, people you're want to be factual about it. I just want to know why you shouldn't eat late. You saying your body stores it? Mm-hmm. If you want the facts, <clears throat> you, you want the facts. Here we go. Because there are a couple of things why you should not eat late. What source? Um, what sources? What source are you reading from? Harvard Medical School. Harvard. Come Harvard. On, what do they know? <laughs> what did Harvard know? Okay, ha- okay. Well, check this. Harvard have recently published a, I think, an article saying cal- it's calorie calories in, calories out doesn't isn't true anymore. Mm-hmm. I've never looked into calories myself personally. I, I've personally been. Why is my one sec? Laptop is like really heating up quite a bit. Put a nice block under it, buddy. I don't know if it's going to be okay. Yeah, it is anyway. Um, so you've never looked into galleries, no? No, just as far as I'm concerned, it's just a healthy lifestyle. Like you know, like there's things that are just clearly obvious. First and foremost, we shouldn't be just chucking a whole bunch of processed things in our mouth. That's number one. I think number two, don't be overeating. Don't be overindulging. I, I just think the closer we get to what we initially were doing, then the better. We're eating fresh. We're eating. We're eating what we could kill. We're eating things from the ground. We like all this processed stuff. We weren't eating back in the day. So why are we doing it now? Like it's just you can clearly see obesity levels. Any basically, I understand life is getting easier, but there needs to be a level of uncomfort. I think success comes from from discomfort. So therefore, actually, you know, cooking, actually going out and cooking your meals, bro. Actually yeah. going. It's all. I think we, it's all we go to the butchers every week, so I'm with you on that. We 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 have eat fresh, fresh yeah. lamb, fresh chicken. I'm gonna say as fresh as you can because some people are are um, what's the word? What's the word? Restricted on what they can do. Yeah, like, yeah. as fresh as you can. Look into calories though, because it is it is um bit of a fad. No, it's a fact, scientific fact. Calories burned and calories consumed. Dictates mm-hmm. weight loss, yeah. And there's, there's even there's even been studies showing that a low calorie diet increases your life expectancy. They've they've checked thousands of people in different countries 
because I, I remember I had to write an email about it. Um, mm-hmm. And if you, if you, I think it's, I don't know if it's you have a, you're on a deficit, but if you have, if you're having lower calories in a day, it leads to a longer life scientifically. You just look, look it up, look it up. Yeah, I, I know, the, I know. The, there's there's type of people called centenarians, people who live to like a hundred plus, and mm-hmm. the centenarians are like a lot of them are in Okinawa, like Japan. There's a lot yeah. of the, like for I think from what I understand, from what I remember, for the population, they've got a really high percentage of centenarians, and they look at like what's their lifestyle, and it's like well, they have a, they, they only eat like so many calories in a day. And then they, they basically replicated that kind of diet in Spain. And he'd done a similar study with like a couple of thousand people in Spain. And the same thing happened with life expectant, like um, not life expectancy. I think you look at something called telomus. It's like this thing in your, in your, in your blood or in your body that just shows you your, your, not your, not your age. Your bio, I think it's called your biological age. Okay. So how hel- so then, how healthy you actually are, how old you are yeah. based on your lifestyle, and I think these telomeres shorten and go bigger depending on how you're aging. Mm-hmm. It's been a while since I've read, but if you check it, you'll see. Yeah, I remember it's like DNA DNA sequences or something like that. Like Cristiano Ronaldo, for example, doesn't run and perform like a forty year old. Do you know what I mean? Not so so I think he's he's just like in his twenties or something. Yeah. Like that. And there's loads of like anti-aging supplements for people who have got like more money than time on earth to spend their money. So they're spending a lot of money on supplements, anti-aging supplements to potentially, you know, help them live longer. Do you know what I mean? Of course. Um, and there's loads of ads about like living to a hundred and living to 120 and cr- crazy ads. I remember there was this one guy I saw on an Instagram video, but he was all over the news for like a month or so. He was basically spent thousands, hundreds of thousands trying to reduce his age. So he's got a whole bunch of things in his house. He's changed his diet. It's crazy. No, I find crazy that people who freeze themselves, bro, in cases on technology (laughs) and they're paying hundreds of thousands, I think it's millions, and they freeze themselves in case in the future. There's a there's a there's a there's a way to bring them back present. to life. The thing is, my whole thing is, why would you want to do it when you're you're old? Like, because <laughs> they'll bring you back. You'll still be old. Yeah. <laughs> it 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 unfreezing, bro. You'll have his first breath. <laughs> surely, surely you're gonna do it. You're like a twenty year old. <laughs> yeah, but obviously, when you died, when you when you died, no no one can bring you back to life, TJ. No human can bring you back to life. There you go. Let's let's not get let's not go there. <laughs> Anyways, we're already what eleven minutes in. We've not even welcomed everyone in. Welcome to the GID NET work, the GID network. I am TJ. I'm with your boy Jamil. Stop that, bro. I don't like that little. Why do you not like the intro? Is your you made the intro? I didn't stop saying welcome to the GID NET work. It doesn't even make sense. The GID Get It Done Network. There we go. That's better. Make it easy. Should 
So you say that that from now on, the GID Get It Done Network. The, the the GID network, the Get It Done Network. So this is this is episode four. The the, the title of this episode is the only thing that can guarantee success. The only thing. This oh. is what we're going to share. Is the only thing that can guarantee success. Can can potentially if you use it. Okay. Now my name's Jamil, co-host TJ. TJ is a B two B sales pro. I'm a, I'm a marketing consultant, copywriter. This GID Network is our accountability club for entrepreneurs and intrapreneurs, up-and-comers. So if you're starting a new business, new entrepreneur, you're going to need to know certain things. You need to you need to blast out of obscurity. Do you know what I mean? You need to hold yourself accountable. You need to take action and... This accountability club is a way to do that. How me and TJ do it. We speak every week, set goals, check in each week. Did we hit it? Did we not hit it? And then that's it. Oh. Now, an entrepreneur, someone like TJ is a B2B work for a company. And he sees himself as an entrepreneur within the company. He's trying to climb the, the, the corporate ladder and be like, he's trying to, yeah. Corporation. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that fun man. So TJ's trying to, although he's in an employed position, he's treating it like it's it's his company, and he wants to. So this 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 uh, podcast and this club is not about oh you need to run your own business, you need to be an entrepreneur. It's about actually well, you can have a job and treat it like you're an entrepreneur, so you're entrepreneur. So it's not so you're getting both sides. I run my own business. TJ's, you know, um. Within a company. Within a company. So, yeah. yeah. Anything you want to add there? No, you've hit the nail on the head. I think it's good in terms of even within a company, wanting to hold yourself accountable. Uh, you Obviously, there's measures in place. You, you're your own boss and you have your own accountability to yourself and I'm me to a company, but still at the same time, if you want to have success in anything, you've got to be able to stand out, be able to that's it you've got to be able to stand out and the people that do stand out are the people that are pushed for the next steps and that's what yeah. about. also i think there's a small percentage of people who think the way me and tj think not in like not in like a boastful way but just just like fact me and tj built a business together that sales business that made our clients millions and we we, we recruited and trained thousands of sales people and we built it from the ground up. Um, so we're just sharing what we have identified as like uh, success habits and mindsets and things you can execute and things, yeah. to, things to be wary of, things to stay away from that was probably going to make you fail, to be honest with you. Do you know what I mean? There we go. Yeah. Right. It's so it, man. this one, this one, I could talk. For, I could talk for about two hours about this topic. So I need to make sure this is not a monologue. You have to forgive <laughs> me because <laughs> this one. Oh my word! But anyway, okay. So this secret that we're gonna that I'm gonna share with you, me and T, you're gonna reveal. This this is gonna be a tough pill to swallow. Okay. But if you can accept it. 
and and use it to your advantage, it will be powerful, the secret. Okay? So what will happen is no matter what happens in your life, in business, in work, this secret will help you turn a losing situation into a winning situation. I've done it thousands of times where I've succeeded and someone else has failed in the exact same situation. I mean, like literally, um, exact same environment, exact same product, everything identical, and they failed. And it's not nothing to do with talent. It's nothing to do with uh, grades. It's nothing to do with having connections. It's nothing to do with uh, having money or not having money or having connections. I've said that, haven't I? Your network. It's not to do with any of that stuff. And that's what we're going to go through, okay? But before we do get to the topic, it's accountability time. Let's go. You can start off, bro. I would start off. So. What did you say you were going to achieve? What I said, what I said I was going to achieve (laughs) was to book 10 meetings. That was the goal. That was the goal that I set for myself. I'm just going to put it this way. I vastly underestimated the level of adversity <laughs> in, in, the, uh, in the process. So I didn't quite achieve the goal. Which is <laughs> quite upsetting, man. Hey, I'm laughing because this was... I'm laughing because your face, it's horrible, isn't it? No one you said and didn't do what I said I was going to do. You only say it out loud. It's when you say it out loud, you realize yeah. that. Do you, remember, do, you remember, do you remember in the field when you come back? No, like, if say at a freak accident, you've done like yeah. zero. And like, people just laugh at you. It's like, bro, you've done zero. No, like, it's humiliating, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, you know what it is? You know what it reminds me of? When we used to do that gong party. And oh, it's gonna, and everyone's it's gonna like, you miss, oh, you didn't ring the bell. And, and, and people then, think, oh, you must have high rolled. And you didn't yeah. even. <laughs> you know what it is when you're used to winning? When you're used to hitting the target. And then everyone's like waiting for you. Like, okay. Yeah, yeah. Three, you, who hit their, you know, three core, three core. So what, no, what did four? you do then? Huh? So you said you're going to book 10 appointments. How many appointments did you book? Waste, man. Book two, man. Book two. I know the fifth of what I set out to do. How many days? <clears throat> no excuses. It was three days. What do you mean three days? three days? You didn't have three days. Yeah. It's been a week. No, it was three days. We've been, we we've had our chats. You've you've. You've heard the other things that have been going on. So, technically... Tell, tell the people, yeah. tell the people. And no, another I thing as well, here's something I want to qualify. Because it's, uh, it's corporation stuff. And you, so, But all you need to know is I didn't hit my goal <laughs> and I am pissed off about that. And next week... Yeah, but stop swearing, man. But let people know what happened. Because you know, it doesn't need to be an excuse. You can just give the situation. What, what happened? Let's dig deep. Tell us about your failure. I need to dig that deep. Just I just didn't hit goals. That's it. It's just black yeah, and white. Yeah, yeah. And well, okay, is there a learning moment? Is the what I'm trying to say is yeah. Is is there a moment that I can learn from? So I think and not just you, moment. listeners who might have uh, some similar situation. Okay. What advice would you give? Because I, I believe if you told me 
correctly, if I remember correctly, sorry, near the end of the week, you started taking Matt into your own hands. Yeah. So that's that's what I mean. I'm not I'm not trying to okay. I'm not trying to rip into you because it's this is you know, you can not rip about you that. Want, bro. Does it need to? You know what it is. Half the time, I don't want to get into the whole blame game of this is what's happened. Half the time, it's remembering yeah. it's yeah. you. But objectively but, um, speaking, yeah. Go on. So when I took matters into my own hands, I just realized really quickly that it is going to come down to me. Um, when you rely on other people or when you allow to get things done, or you've got to, one, if you don't follow up on it, it can end up, it can end up slowing down the process. So for me in particular, now I've, now that I'm taking on, even though I've got a list that I'm working with, bringing on sales, uh, doing the calling. Now Sorry. that I want, so can I, just, I don't think that people know why you didn't hit the 10. Can you just quickly say why you didn't hit the 10? And I'm not taking the I, make. I didn't make enough calls. That's what you need to know. I just didn't, didn't make enough calls to hit the, to reach the 10. I so, really feel like I'm being bad and I'm trying to rub salt in it because I'm not. Because I, I just wanted to be clear. You know what I mean? Yeah. But easy. There's literally two reasons why I didn't hit the goal. One, underestimated the level of adversity. That mm. was number one. So... I didn't realize how much, hmm, I'd say negativity, didn't realize how much pushback I was going to get, number yeah. one. From and then what, number two. From, huh? from customers or from co-workers and the, the company? Both. There was just a pushback from, from both angles. So, again, I, I, broke, I, I, um, I broke one of the key rules of the 10X rule. I underestimated the level of adversity that was going to take place. And then number two, not enough action. Yeah. Not enough action. Yeah. That was big. I, what I thought would take me to reach the goals, nah, I need to, those are rookie numbers. I need to, I need to reach higher numbers. Bro, I'm not being funny, but I said this at the beginning, man. And you said to me, they must know what they're doing because they're this big, crazy, massive billion pound company. They know, they must not know. I told you I haven't got a clue. <laughs> you did. No, you this did. is this is why some, sometimes, and if listeners are listening, <laughs> so it, it's going to sound bad. But sometimes I'm really wrong with my uh, lack of uh, respect for like an authoritative like figure or I'm like, yeah, that's that's wrong. I don't take into consideration, but they're a big company or that I'm like that's incorrect. Like. Objectively speaking, I don't care who's saying it, but sometimes TJ is actually right, and my inner rebel or inner that that thing in me where it's like I'm trying to find <laughs> that thing in me. Um, a lot of times it's TJ who's actually like you know following, Sensible. yeah. But in this case, you did call it out. Let you know. I'll, I'll let me take it over from here. He called it early. He he said exactly a lot of the key things that was going to happen. But me being the sensible one, I, I I try to look for the what's the word? The logical the logical reasoning behind it. They've got a structure. It's worked for them before in the past. Surely it should work for me as well. I come in, follow the structure. Should work. Come in, two things happen. Underestimated exactly the type of negatives I was going to get in terms of why it would be more for me in my situation. Can so you give some specifics? Because you're saying underestimating. 
Okay, I do think this is important because people need, and I also want to qualify something because we're saying, oh, TJ's a B2B sales pro and he's been in the boardroom and he's sold 70,000 pound contracts, which he has. He's built the number one, um, he had the number one sales team for the, our clients for probably years straight, probably at least a year straight, I'd say, barring a few weeks here and there. He's the number one, he's been a number one individual sales rep or the top two or three. Um, on that campaign in the UK, like you could just literally say, or just all year. So when 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 we talk about this position he's in now, it's a new position. So not all sales are the same. Now he's in a position where he's prospecting, specifically prospecting. Where before he was someone else done a pro- someone else done a prospecting, and he would go to boardroom and close the deal. We've said it before, but in case it's someone's first episode, and like, well. Isn't he the sales pro? He is. But it's a, it's a, it's adapting to a new position, yeah. and then the company, they they've never had this position exist before. They've created this position for the very first time, so they don't have the systems in place. So they're basically they're messing them around, giving them a list to call, then saying you can't call no one on a list. You know, wait two days or whatever. Then they say, here's your list back. Then they say, no, no, so give us the list back. We're taking two-thirds of it and giving it to other people. You've only got us. So it's literally all over the place. There's a lot going on. Well, I think they're even going to be compensating you in terms. It's not like, because you get like a commission structured into your salary, don't you? Mm -hmm. They're going to compensate. Because of their mess up, they're actually going to pay the commission, even though the sales haven't came through, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. So this is just to clarify everything because sales is so like, it's not just, oh, I'm good at sales. We'll sell them more houses, boats, door to door on the phone. Like what kind of event, event sales, like sales is not just. Sales, high ticket sales. Yeah, low ticket, high ticket. Yeah, exactly. So. That's, that's, that's something, and maybe something we get into actually at some point. The differences in terms of transactional selling and low ticket sales sometimes versus the high ticket sales that involve, that involve a longer pipeline, longer a longer sales process. Yeah. It is a difference. Yeah. So that's something that I've noticed. I'm like, yo. Big difference. It's something I'm getting a bit more obsessed with because the reality is if you want to make big money in sales, you've got to sell big ticket stuff, haven't you? Do you know what I mean? It's either you sell big ticket stuff. Or you're selling like thousands of low ticket items. But you you may as well have a shop. You may may as well have a website for that and just drive traffic to it. Like you can just remove the salesperson at that point and just write some copy and just drive traffic to it. Do you know what I mean? So you have, you basically have this website as your seller. That's what I'd say. Best pitch. (laughs) Best attitude. Like like there's, yeah, there's, there's, there's like companies who sell like newsletter subscriptions, which is like, 50 pound a month and like for example we, we went out and sold um the broadband service which was like 20 30 40 pound a month you've got like companies that are doing a bit like worth over a billion dollars and they just completely cut out the salesperson and they have wrote some salaries as they've well. they've well they paid a copywriter maybe 20 yeah. 30k to write this sales piece and it could be like 30 pages long do you know what i mean and you'll drive loads of traffic to that one sales letter that's going to sell the subscription offer 50 50 pound or 50 dollars a month do you know what i mean Mm -hmm. recurring revenue yeah 
All right, then. Cool. So, anyway, you, you got more to say about your accountability or what? No, that's, that's, that's where we're at, man. What happened with yours? This is why I'm being cheeky, because I'd hit mine. <laughs> <laughs> you know what it is? Because last week, I'm being smug. Was opposite, wasn't it? So now yeah, you're like, it's payback. Fair yeah, enough. it's payback, it's payback. Because last week I didn't hit it. I hit it this week. Man, hit yeah. it. Man, knocked it out of the park. I think everyone could tell because you're actually on the podcast. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm lively. I'm lively. I've, I've been waiting. To, I've been waiting to get on this show today. I've been itching. To, I've been itching. I woke up this morning like, oh, today's the podcast day. Let me let me get. So I set my goal last week to now check this. TJ's crazy. This is bad as well. I, I set out to. I set my goal to launch a direct mail campaign, and I've done it. I, lo- I launched a TJ yesterday. Mm-hmm. Okay, on Sunday. Now check this Sunday, the League Cup final. I was in the office yeah. doing all the envelopes. I, I I watched it in the office because I'm basically at 250 envelopes and I'm hand signing every single one, folding a letter, putting it in, and it ended up being a box like this, a huge, <laughs> a, a stacked box. When I went to the post office, the guy goes to me. It's been a long time since I've had this much mail handed to me. And he was like, and I was, because people don't really do bulk mail anymore. Do you no. know what I mean? Um, what was the question? So, actually, no, we could talk about it later. I was going to say, bulk mail, why, why wouldn't, didn't you just put it in the letterbox? Well, you have to go You know what? It. And also, if anyone's listening who does marketing, that like 250 is not even, I wouldn't even say bulk mail because it's not. It's a it's a small direct mail campaign compared to what some companies do in the thousands, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands. Do you know what I mean? They mm-hmm. it's it's big it's big for me as an individual, but companies will do a, a marketing test to five thousand. They'll say, right, we'll test this new angle. We'll send it to five thousand people and see our, our our list is like a million or you know half a million, mm-hmm. but we'll do it. We'll do a small test of five thousand. So that's when they've scaled up. But I'm not there yet, so it's big for me. But, um, but yeah, I went to the post office because um, I had, I think there was five international uh, letters. So I needed him to give me an international stamp for it. I bought first class stamps okay. online. Um, and then I needed to get an international first class stamp. I think there's one in New York, one in Norway, one in like Denmark. And there were two you have in your clients all across the world, man. There were two in Northern Ireland, and I thought that would be international, but considered the UK. I thought it was overseas. I didn't know it was mm. UK, so I thought oh, Scotland's going to be first class mail because it's just it's just a straight drive. Plus Ireland, you got to there's boats and stuff involved with water. You know what I mean? You got to got to cross that <laughs> cross the water. What's going on, bro? Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but he just said to me now. He said, "No, nah, no, nah, Northern Ireland is." First class stamp is okay, but Republic of Ireland with Conor McGregor. Conor McGregor. <laughs> you said it's a Conor, did you? No, no. But Republic of Ireland is different. But me, listen on on this on the League Cup final. I watched that when I was signing these envelopes. I, I got to the office at ten in the morning, and I was there till like two in the morning. The following morning, I was there all day. 14 hours. I was there all, and I was like, this needs to be done. Because, I, I, I like, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, alhamdulillah. 
So done. We got it, we got it done. So there we done. go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now Exciting. check this. Check this. <clears throat> the letter. The letters went out yesterday. I've already had one pack. One one person reply to me saying, "Thanks for your letter. Thanks for your innovative letter. I loved it, or whatever he said." Mm-hmm. Um, you getting a response? That's what that's I got what a response within twenty four hours. So that's that's good. The subject line was letter response. And he just said, um, yeah, love the innovative letter and we're going to hopefully set up a call. Do you know what I mean? That's, yeah. within, a, that's within a day. So if if I sign, it's it's too early to say, but if I can sign one client from it, it more than pays for the, the mail. That'd be part of your gauge, isn't it? So it gauges <laughs> campaigns so and now it's responses, yeah, responses yeah, yeah. meetings. Yeah, I've, I added all the contacts to me, to me CRM to pipe drive. Mm-hmm. So now I'm going to update his thing to say, responded um and then he's going to be just getting fo- i'm going to just follow with him now follow to one of us buys or dies yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. but that's the thing though do you know what I mean? because most people don't do most people call the email so for direct mail is a lot different and then the the what the if you see the letter the letter is a bit crazy in terms of it's a bit it's not just like a letter, like, hello, like man. That. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nah, we went through the campaign together. It looks really good. Yeah, yeah. Really good. Okay. Should we get on to the secret? We're half an hour in. Yeah, let's get into it. <clears throat> what is going on? Okay, this is a tough pill to swallow, folks. This is a tough pill to swallow. This is, this is, this is, this is a differentiator. And, I'm going to go out and say, TJ, you can let me know what you think. Mm-hmm. I'd say maybe one in a hundred people have it or two or three in a hundred people. Yeah, I'd go as far to say. Maybe five. 100%. Maybe five. Maybe five and five. I wouldn't say one in ten. Definitely wouldn't say one in ten people. Nah. I'd say five in a hundred. Between one to five out of a hundred people. Yeah, definitely minimal. This is a difference maker. Okay, now let me tell you a quick story. So I remember, so the company I set up in Birmingham where we were doing direct sales for a broadband company in the UK, massive company. I go to Birmingham. I'm based in London at the time. This is 2012. I'm in, I'm in London. Learning the product, learning how to sell at events, and then there's an opportunity to expand and set up a business in Birmingham. Now check this, TJ. You might not know this. You might not know this. So I get to Birmingham, and there's a guy who'd basically been on the campaign that I was on and failed. As I'm arriving, he's leaving with like boxes. You know what I mean? Like he's leaving. Really? Hold on. This is a new story. Yeah. So, so he's, we went on a road trip to, to, to a few events to try them out when I was still in London. So we went to Birmingham and I remember the Macombo. Yeah. Hell's, it's a oh, Hell's, Hell's Owen. Owen. Hell's so Owen. I tested out Hell's Owen. I was in Hell's Owen and I think the guy approached me and said, he said to me, this is words, talk, talk doesn't work in Birmingham. 
And he and he'd had he was the manager. He had an office. He had an office that basically he got he got closed down because he couldn't figure Birmingham out. Bearing in mind, Birmingham's the second largest city in the UK. Crazy. And and he said, "This product can't be sold in this city." (laughs) So it works in London, but not work in Birmingham. How does that make make it make sense? (laughs) Now, check this. It wasn't him. It wasn't. <laughs> Here we it, go. It, it wasn't. It wasn't. Had nothing to do with him. His work ethic, his attitude, his sales skills. It wasn't that because that was perfect. Of course, it. The, the problem was the city of Birmingham. That's the reason why his business failed. He blamed. He blamed a city which is just made of people and bricks. He blamed a city. I'd understand if he had no one to speak to, but it's a, it's a highly populated city. What's the population in Birmingham? It's over a mil. I know that for sure. So, like, if you if you lived in some di- town somewhere and there's not, not no one there, but he's got plenty of people to recruit. Think about it. He's got plenty of shopping centres, plenty of locations to sell the product, loads of people to recruit, and loads of customers to sell to. He's actually got everything he needs. Everything. It's it's actually one of the best cities to be in. So, so he told me that, and I'm like, as a because I was obviously brand new. I'm like, oh my god, I'm thinking, oh, this is going to be tough. And I don't know if that seeped into my because I didn't have a I had a rough start. My first twelve months was tough, and then I remember I interviewed somebody, um, and I think they said oh, I've interviewed here before. I've done something like this before, and they re- they repeated it. They said. You're going to struggle doing because I, I said, oh, I just recently opened a company and the website said, oh, like newly expanded company in Birmingham, X, Y, and Z. And he, he obviously looked at the website and he said, I saw that you, you, you're new to Birmingham and stuff. He goes, this is, you're going to struggle in Birmingham with this, you know? And he said it like a matter of fact. It was an Asian guy. I remember. Okay. So you're going to struggle to recruit people for, to do this. And yeah, it's going to be quite hard to sell it. I'm thinking. Wow. This guy, this this man, this old guy who from the office, he said it. This guy who he's spoken to, so he's interviewed. Said it. Oh, yeah. so now. So what's got, the so the, the secret, the difference maker is accountability. It's focusing on what you can control. So the guy who failed, the reason why he failed is because he looked outward as an excuse in terms of he tried to find anything other than himself. He didn't blame himself. The secret is, it's always your fault. And even if it's not your fault, it's still your fault. Even if it's not, it is. It's, it's, it, even if it's not, and it, you blame could be shifted on someone else, as long as it's not your fault, then you can't, you can't, you can't do anything about it. It's out of your control. So it's always better to say, that was my fault. What can I do to fix it? How how do I take control of the situation, whatever the situation is? Mm-hmm. Now, the, the reason why I say, so this guy that failed, he was failing in his business because he was looking to find excuses. He didn't say to me, oh, I've closed down my company because I didn't recruit. Some. He could have said, I didn't recruit enough people. Our sales were low. He could have said our sales average was low. The average person didn't sell enough because I didn't teach them how to close enough deals. He could have said, 
I didn't recruit enough people and build teams. I'm not good enough at building teams. He could have said the, the ads are done. Didn't have the right, you know. I didn't. I didn't put, place my ads in the right job boards. Had the wrong ads. You've got to make sure you. He didn't say anything. It was not me, not my fault. Birmingham. It's Birmingham's fault. And that's how you. That's how you guarantee you're going to lose when you when you quick to blame or make an excuse instead of looking inward. Externally looking instead of internally looking. It's always internally. Big, big. I can't believe the guy actually said that to you. I can't believe two people said that to you as well. Yeah, another thing as well. You can that. you can pick any situation. And you can find a way to 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 blame yeah. that situation, or you can find a way to make it happen, regardless of the situation. Like what you've got to do is learn how to win under any circumstance. Like there's some people who they say, if they if they get flushed down a the toilet, they'll come out the other end with a with it with a plumber's license. <laughs> <laughs> Have you heard that one before? No. Like this. Like, yeah, that's a, that's a phrase. It's like. He's the kind of guy you're flushing down the toilet, you come up with a with a plumber's license, or you turn le- turn lemon to lemonade. No, those kind of cliches. Yeah. Like someone who's got like the mad, they call it like the Midas touch. Where any any, it seems like oh, anything man. they do, the succeed. Well. Yeah, but why is that? Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That is so. That's so you're not so weird about this in this particular topic. I've been I've been listening to the ten X rule again. Mm. I mean, I've t- t- literally started it today. And GC, Grant Cardone. Cardone! He's going He's getting so many shout-outs every single episode. <laughs> you know what it is? Because he knows what he's talking about. If someone knows what they're talking about, man, you've got you to gotta hear them. If they Not only have they got the success, but they've got a system in place and it makes sense. He's, he's got it down to a T. Cells, well, he's a trainer of cells. So that's a that's a... A really good indication while I while I listen to him. But anyway, anywho, yeah, crazy. Crazy, man. Anyways, you were saying? Sorry. No, no, carry on. No, <laughs> I'll crack on, bro. You, you, <laughs> I'm going to take your train of thought. No, no, no. You, you was, I thought you were going to give us something from that book. No, like I said, I've been listening to it. Re- literally been listening to it today, and he's been talking about it. He says how a lot of the time, even he himself, he made the grave mistake. He's talking about the recession in 2008 and he's saying how so many people blame the the house, the crash in the housing market for what happened to them, himself yeah. included. But he said, actually, when I looked into it, really it's because I didn't create the resources enough to be able to handle and weather the storm. And the people that were able to maneuver it, they were the real winners out of it and actually yeah. would made more because of the crisis rather than if it never happened at all. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. yeah, and the anyway. problem as well, the problem for most people is, a most people don't like to be held accountable, and b most people don't hold other people accountable. So you're getting you're getting burned, but get people getting burnt from both ends. So firstly, you've got to want to be co. Firstly, you've got this. What I'm saying it's a tough pill to swallow. You've got to be open to the fact that it's probably your fault. Like this, like the situation, like the situation you're in right now, has to be because of the actions you've done up until this point. Like if you're lost in the middle of the desert, 
You're the one who drove there, bro. You 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 drove there. Do you know what I mean? You 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 got you put yourself. Yeah, exactly. This is so that's your the mess. So it's your mess. Yeah, it's, it's your mess to fix. It's no one else's problem. It's your problem. You like, like the weight thing. If someone's overweight, they've consistently been overeating. They've consistently had more calories come in to more than the output. Do you know what I mean? Like, like it just it there's no there's no way that you can do that. But then it's all oh, the genes. I'm this. I'm that. And, and science just shows that it's not that. Do you know what I mean? It's like, oh, I've got, you know, it's in my jeans. What's in your jeans? In <laughs> but, 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 but secondly, no one, hardly anyone, holds people accountable anymore. Like, mm. like, for Living example, generation, man. for example, if, if I put weight on, my wife will not tell me I put weight on. She she knows I put weight on. She can see I put weight on. Do you know what I mean? I'm not I don't look in the mirror every day. Maybe there's a brush into it. I'm not in the I'm not, not like that. Do you know what I mean? She sees me like the full silhouette every day. She she knows we get bigger, wider of it. <laughs> <laughs> She's not gonna say, Hey, listen, Chubby, you tone down on the cakes of a night time. <laughs> Don't make me so much jollof. off. <laughs> yeah. As well. She won't say that. So it's easy to be like, oh, it's not like. Jay, in fact, Jay, I've got a question for you. Why? Why do you think, and I'm sure you're probably going to get to it anyway. Why do you think people don't want to be held accountable? And why do you think people are scared to hold <coughs> other people accountable? Too nice, don't want to be liked. Like, like, no, no, that, no, that question. Like, do I look big in this dress? Yeah. No, no, no. You look great in that dress. Like, you're not gonna crush someone's dreams. You look terrible. In fact, <laughs> in dreams. Yeah. Like, um, but you not see it, but surely those people are disservice if you're not. That's, not that's, the, that's the thing. That's the thing. You're not being honest, and you're being nice. So some people need the truth, like. Like, okay, here's the thing now. There's literally some, a lot. Some, sure. some, oh, some lads who I know will just say, "Check the belly on you there. You put weight on, and they'll just grab your belly." And they said this, and they say, "Like, say." <laughs> so, so that put the lads. The lads will rip into you. The lads will just say, "Ah, oh, you're looking like Shaquille O'Neal, or you're looking like <laughs> you look." <laughs> I think one like one like called me instead of Jamil called me Shaq Meal. <laughs> Job of the heart. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So so it's like and then with the lads you're like, oh, I'm getting ripped here. And so, lads don't have a, as much of a filter with, with, with you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um and you lads rip into each other, do you know what I mean? So you but when you get you're like, Oh, I didn't even know. Like, oh you put like you put weight on. but lads will just say that. But like, say my mum wouldn't say that, or so so so. I think that that that's why this accountability thing is so important because you need someone to say why did you not do this and hold be be you, you've got to want to be held accountable firstly. 
but some people don't want it. Some people just can't handle the truth. Like I remember we had sales reps who would go to a location that I've been to dozens of times, maybe hundreds of times. And I know it's a quieter location to sell your product in. There's not much foot traffic. And they're gonna and they come back and he didn't hit the target. And I've been booking this location for years before they even they didn't even know what direct sales was when I was on that location when I was on that event. <laughs> do you know what I mean? They were like they were like serving people Coca Cola and do you know what I mean? Collecting oh glasses. God. And they they try and tell me and convince me, no, that you need to change this location. It's not busy enough. That's the problem. I said, that's not the problem. You're the problem. You didn't work hard enough today. You didn't speak to enough people. And they, they would not accept it. Could not accept it. And some people, like, you've got to, be, this is what I'm saying. You've got to be a kind of person that was like, look, whatever the truth is, I'll accept it. If it means that I'm in the wrong, I'm in the wrong. You've got to hold your hand up. But you can't have an ego either. Mm. Do you know what I mean? What do you think? Yeah, it make it does make sense. I'm about to say because how many times have I had to catch myself where it's like, ah, oh, should I tell this person this or it's gonna hurt their feelings, feelings, or whether someone's told me something and my first reaction has been, oh, I mean, I can't believe he or she said that. When actually, when I've looked into it, hold on, they've told me that for a reason. And actually, people usually give you. Usually banter's done in the face of love, isn't it, really? Yeah. So actually, you realise that, hold on, that does actually make sense. Or if it is a weight thing, or if it is a, uh, you know, accountability thing, if there's something that you should be doing that you're not doing, it's there to push you. And actually, I would go as far to say you need those people around you and hold those people close. Most people push them away when you should hold those people close. They're called yes men. You don't want, you don't, you don't want to be surrounded by yes men. Oh yes, women, and in um, in it happened in um, what, what what was it now? I think Conor McGregor had a was it wasn't it you that told me that story about Kanye West that he said that at some point he got so big where because so many people were lives relied on him doing well that even if he released bad music, everyone would say that was a great album, and he would be like, so he was almost a um, no, where me. I didn't. Well, me, someone no. was telling me that Kanye West actually realized. He said he, he put a line in one of his songs, and basically it, it got to a point where because people were relying on his music for him to do well, that actually he became almost the uh, shackles to his own success. Yeah. So people would no one would be honest with him if he wasn't producing good music or that wasn't a good track or, yeah. or that wasn't a good record because they don't want to tell him, "Yo, Kanye, you can be better than this." Because yeah. actually. Yeah. Let, let me so, just let me just insert an Islamic disclaimer. Muslims don't listen to music. Don't listen to Kanye West. Play the Quran instead. Ignore TJ. <laughs> don't forget Kanye. Play, play the Quran. Yeah. Don't <laughs> don't worry about what Kanye is doing. Kanye, if you listen to Kanye, you're going to be misguided. Trust me. <laughs> just look at him. You, but okay, forget the, the forget the person involved. Just yeah, the yeah. concept. Yeah. The concept. Yeah. 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 People, people say, "Oh, yeah, 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 you're, you're great," and and it's almost like, do you know, when someone's when they're brought up and they're spoiled, and the parents tell them that they're the best, and they don't, they can't do no wrong. Oh, my son can't do no wrong, and like mm-hmm. they get, they've been praised, maybe an only child or whatever, and they're just like been spoiled their entire life. That 
they, 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 I've noticed these kind of people really struggle with accountability because they've been told their entire life that they're special and that they're the best at everything. And when you go to the real world, you know, that's not the way the real world is going to treat you. Awakening. Yeah. Like a disciplined upbringing can help with that. Do you know what I mean? And it's, it's hard because my daughter, she's three, she's going to be four soon. Yeah. Obviously, mm-hmm. when you love her to bits, she, and she, you know, you think she's cute, and and you you want to just give her everything. You don't want to make her cry, but you've got to discipline her. You've got to say, "Listen, that's naughty. That's wrong." Hey, mm-hmm. no, <laughs> no, no. I, I can imagine you, you saying you, that, but I bet got, she gives you, you she gives you, like cute moves, doesn't she? And then I bet you just melt that. <laughs> no, I, no, I don't melt, bro. Come on, <laughs> tough as no. nails, me lad. Peeps, don't don't be fooled by nails, lad. He, he melts the moment she. She, Dada, she melts. Daddy, I want the cookie. He's gone. Yeah. Mom's gonna be the one to hold strong. Tough as, <laughs> tough as nails, me brother. <laughs> <laughs> lies, absolute lies. But anyways, <laughs> now quick. Here's the thing that any anyone can do in any situation. You make you make a table with two columns. Okay, on the left side, put what I can control. On the, on the right side, put what I cannot control. So say you're in a situation and something happens. Think about, can you control it? A simple example is you're playing a football match and it starts pouring down with rain. The surface is slippier. Passes are hard. At, like The passes fizz on the grass, don't you, TJ, when it's, when, when it's wet? It's, hard, yeah. it's harder to control the ball. So the, the rain you can't control, but you can maybe change... From moldies to studs, you can change your boots to you know if you're slipping all the time. Do you know what I mean? Don't change them passes, bro. And you can cha- you can change instead of doing the long pass where it's just gonna skid out of play. You need to keep the ball on the floor. Tiki taka. Yeah. So what can you do? Don't don't be like oh well. Or if you're like oh I've got no I haven't got a budget for ads. Well, what can you do that's free? How can you exhaust your free? ways to generate traffic and build an audience you know can you create a video every single day can you write a blog can you partner with someone and you give them some of your service for free and like it's called barter and can you barter with someone and you say i'll scratch your back you scratch mine you know i'll give your customers a free thing and you give my cut and that can what can you do and everyone's always quick to say oh it's not my fault and in sales specifically we had a canon can't control and our column was what we can control is our pitch, our pace, and our attitude. Pitch is, you know, what what the, what the script is, the closing lines, all, all that kind of stuff. Pace is how many people that you speak to, how many people you get in front of, and your attitude is just your attitude, how you are with everybody, how you make people feel. And everything else is a non, uh, non-controllable. So, like, if some, some customers don't can't afford it, they, they fail a credit check, you might go to an area. And so many people, it's like a poor, you can't afford your product. But you can't say, here's an example now. Here's a perfect example. You can't say, oh, no one could afford it. The real answer is I didn't speak to enough people. I didn't get into enough people who could afford it. Because the people are always going to be the same people. What day of the week you go there. And sometimes some situations are easier and some are more difficult. So you increase the activity. When it's more difficult, like you're playing away from home, it's hard. you can't say, "Oh, well, we lost today because we're playing away, away from home." It's like, how can we win away from home? Maybe we need to do counterattack because they're going to be more aggressive because they're at home. So we need to 
have a tight defense and do counter-attack football, but we don't normally play like that. Or as an example from the, the League Cup, Liverpool had like the whole whole team injured. Well, what can we do? We can bring on our academy players and give them tactics and tell them what to do. Do you know what I mean, TJ? <laughs> this guy's still reading from the win, but yeah, I understand. But that, that, is that not an example of it? Do you know what I mean? That's a good example. It's a good example. Because Pochettino um, was like, oh, the players were tired. And it's like, bro, you're, only, you're, only, you're, you're not even in Europe? What are you tired for? You ain't even playing European football? Don't even piss me off. That's my thing about United right now. But anyways, let's keep on topic. You're on the flow. So that's, that's, the, that's what you can do. Um, make your list. What can you control? And any, any situation that you're struggling in, that you can't get results in, that you think, what's going on? Ask yourself, what can I do? I can't do nothing about X, Y, and Z. So TJ, the company, and you can give him more of a situation if, if you want. But TJ's company removed, they didn't give him a call list. They removed his call list. So he's got no call list. What, what, what can he do? Okay, can he go outside and go go, go into businesses? Because he, he can't use the phone. Can he go to businesses cold and walk in and say, I'm from this company, X, Y, and Z? Is that allowed? If they say, oh, you can do that if you want. There you go. Boom. That's something he can do. Accountability. That's the secret. And it's so deep and there's so many ways you can, like, it's so situational as well. On the topic of accountability, that leads us into our uh, the next week. <laughs> Haven't you got nothing else to say, bro? You hit the nail. You hit the nail on the head. You know, it is me Percy. I'm just I'm just reading about these meetings. I'm not booking enough. Now no, I'm me. <clears throat> I just want to crack on booking these meetings. Yeah, I can't have that happen again. A fifth of what I expected to do. So actually, so hang on a minute, because here's what's mad. Actually, mm-hmm. you booked two meetings in a week, didn't you? Mm-hmm. No, it's crazy. The target they give you is three, so you, you is actually average of what everyone else does. <laughs> yeah, yeah, actually, right. I didn't even. You no, know, it's funny. I didn't even think of it that way. We actually, you're right. You probably book more meetings than other people, given the circumstances. I bet you some people booked one meeting, or I bet you some people didn't book any meetings at all. Bet you any money. But I don't, I, I don't bet. But you know what I mean. Yeah. For, first and foremost, you're actually all right. I did do more than others, but that's not my standard per se. We we set this thing up to set goals that can be achieved. One and plus, one thing that we do know is that. If I'm looking to dominate in this space, or I'm looking to do really well in this space or, or stand out in this space, I've got to go above and beyond in terms of I've got to be able to hit numbers that are way above what's expected. Yeah. To me, that's the way that's the way you gotta shine, man. If you gotta in especially if you're within the company, you've got to find a way to shine. What is the what, what is the thing that people are known for? And you want always you almost want to be known for that. I think G C talks about that. You wanna be known for that. So I remember even working within your office, a lot of the time, like, hey, look, I, what I used to love and what I used to buzz off. Oh, was, go on, Karen, I've got something, I've got something juicy, bro. 
Go on. I used to Sorry. buzz off. It was being the guy that, hey, look, if you want to know how to ring the bell, go to TJ. I used to, I used to, yeah, I used to almost get a, I used to get a lot of energy off knowing that anyone come with me, I'll show you exactly how to hit the go to guy. Exactly. Here's the gauges we're going to hit together. These are the numbers we're going to go after. This is what we're going to achieve. Yeah. And if someone was just unsure, I'd be like, look, come with me. Let me show you how it's done. People people would come up from all around the country to our office to spend a day with you. They would. They would. People would travel miles, bro. Take yeah. flights. Pilgrimage. Sleep, sleep, <laughs> sleepless nights to meet the guru. Sleepless <laughs> nights. It wasn't like that, man. Those were the it was? But, no, but also, but also <laughs> the one thing that I do remember, not even me being great, the things that made TJ, didn't great. you have some Nigerians coming from a banana boat once to, to come meet you? <laughs> Hey, let me go that far, bro. Hey, I heard you're a good salesman. Can you teach me? Selling bros, selling, selling internet on an event, bro. Come on. But it was good. But I remember when I when It's getting back into that hustle mode. That's what it is. Getting out there, yeah. speaking to people. You don't know me. I don't know you. I think, I think what it is. Your your other position was cushy, where you're just, you're going into the, you're, you're, all the hard work's been done. You're going, like, the the fighting and kicking and screaming, like, the emotional side and the prospecting and getting the attention and getting past the gatekeeper. You know what it is? You know what it is? Let me give you, you, the, you missed the, the war. You, you came in and you're just cleaning up. You're just cherry picking. Go on. Jay, let me give you the comparison. It's like, you know what it is? It's like, and this is what I've forgotten. It's the stopping and the tabling. That's usually the bit where you got to, that that is the that is the hustle, the grinding. Because when you got them in the on the events and they know what it's about, they know the product, they know what you're going to be talking about. <laughs> that's a different ball game to what? What is this? Oh, yeah, take this. You know, <laughs> go on for a bit of time. With me. Let me show you what's going on. Yeah. What is it for? Don't worry, I'll show you when you come over here. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and the energy and the energy is different as well. Do you remember? Oh, Jay, so many, so many lessons. Do you know, I remember when you used to say at the start, you've got to be high energy, but when you bring them to the stand, it's not, it's a different type of energy. Yeah. It was salesman versus consultant. Do you yeah, remember yeah. that meeting? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, bro. Solid. It's the salesman versus consultant. I said that to you last week as well, if you remember. Was that in last week's episode? No, no, uh, we're on when we spoke. When we spoke. Yeah, salesman yeah. versus consultant. <clears throat> it, is, it is the salesman, but... What what it is? I'm trying to. I've noticed. I'm trying to bring that consultative side into the. It doesn't work. It, they're like you get blown. You literally. Yeah. It's like um, you get blown past. Yeah. Tell them what are you what are you talking about? It's okay. like it's like you've got to you've got to get attention. Exactly. It's an ad. It's like and uh, Jared Glant was. Uh, I watched a, a interview with with him and, and Dan Henry again for like the third fourth time. It's really good. And he's saying telly sales. It's it's not. A sales tool. It's a marketing tool. It's it it's 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 getting out of obscurity and getting someone to know you. You're just using the phone as a means to do marketing. Selling is when you sell like when you're they know what it is. But when you call them up, that's basically the same as an ad, but or like over the phone. Do you know what I mean? So like getting their attention, you've got to jump up, scream, hey, check this, check this, let me, I've got something I can show, like, you're, that's the attention, get inside. And then you've got, when they come in, sit down, it's like, right, let's sit down, who are you with, how much you pay, okay, let me see, okay, but, but, but to get the attention, you've got to pattern interrupt, 
You've got to make a claim. You've got to, do you know what I mean? You've got to disrupt people's attention, make a claim, show them some proof. Mm-hmm. Knowing, you, knowing you said about, um, you said you was known, you, you wanted to be known as the guy who could, or you, you was known as the guy who could ring a bell and always hit your target, yeah? Well, there's a chapter in David Goggins book called Can't Hurt Me. Crazy book, but you and the chapter's called Being Uncommon Amongst the Uncommon. So, what? Being uncommon amongst um, um, the uncommon. Uncommon amongst the uncommon. So he talks about he's a Navy SEAL amongst Navy SEALs. Being a Navy SEAL in and of itself is uncommon. It's like they're already the elites. He's talking about being the elite of the elite, uncommon amongst the uncommon. So so basically, even Navy SEALs are like, whoa, how are you doing that? So you could be any Joe Schmo Navy SEAL if you just say, I'm a Navy SEAL. Whoa, you're Navy SEAL. Or you say, I'm a professional footballer, but like you're the one that even the professionals look up to and admire. You it's the dandy of the world. Exactly. Yeah. Messi. So he's got, a, he's got a chapter about being uncommon amongst the uncommon. It's really powerful and yeah 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 that is big that is big the elite of the elite Mm. and and you know what if you're if you are a especially if you're an entrepreneur and you're building your business but you you can still do this and have this mindset of being uncommon amongst the uncommon if you're in a company, would you agree with that, TJ? 100%. And try and try and become the best in the entire company so that the company notices that you need to be promoted. Like if if, if the company says, oh, the target's three appointments in a week, you're like, right, let me see if I can do three in a day then. That's uncommon. That's like, yeah, boss, here's 15 appointments. Keep you three. Here's 15. Ten. I'm trying. To, I'm, I'm trying to find a way, a system for me to do thirty. 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 You know what? Here's the. Here's what I was gonna say as well. I. I think that another mistake you made, and this is this is this is um, what I believe. If I'm gonna, if I'm gonna offer some advice, I think that the initial goal of ten appointments in a week was too low to begin with. So it didn't come up for the right amount of. I think, I, yeah, I think the, I think it was, it's called mistargeting. One of, it's one of the four goal, goal making mistakes. One is mistargeting, so the initial target too low to begin with. I, I think that ten appointments over a week period is is far too low, and the problem is, you're you're comparing it to a number that they've given you. So like, but it's more than what they do. So we're already in a situation where it's like the mindset is not where they, they do three. So if I do ten, it's like it's like it's like getting trapped in competition instead of dominating. It's like if you genuinely said I'm gonna do fifty in a week, ten a day, and then you reverse engineered it and you're like, right, because in, in them Cardone's millions on the phone, he's got he breaks down the maths conversion percentage and he tells you 
if you want this many appointments, you need this many connects. Well, to get this many connects, you need to make this many. So he flips it and he says, um, oh, I forgot. I haven't got it with me. I'll send it to you later. But basically, and this is good for anything. So let's say, for example, you want 10 appointments in a day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Have you got gauges? Who's got gauges, bro? How many how many connections how many connects got you those two calls? And this is just makes it so simple and objective. Now let me go back. Because the connects have been over three days. Yeah. The connects. So ready ready for the numbers. This is not now this is something that can be, be dealt with. Easy. Ready? So for 14 connects. Two appointments. 14 one day. 11. 13. 14, 11, and 13. Yeah. 13. So you're looking at 13, 24. 24. 38. Yeah. 38. There you go. So 38 connects, yeah? Mm-hmm. How many calls? Sorry, 41, 41, 32, and 21. So 41, 32, and what? 21. 21. So it's 94 calls. Okay, so you're averaging... Basically, like in a hundred calls, it's like a hundred forty and th- and two. Mm-hmm. For every hundred, you get forty connects and two appointments. Out of those thirty connects, how many decision makers have you got? That one decision maker? Yes, I do. That was oh, 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 oh. now we're cooking. That was five. <laughs> five. Five. Yeah. Two, one, two. That's easy. Oh, five in total, yeah? Yeah, five in total. Okay. Five decision makers. So, and what was the, did you have the same consistent, and as someone else, if you're thinking, well, what, why does this matter? Let's say you're a copyright or a marketing consultant like me, and you want to get new clients. You might be complaining, oh, I can't get gigs. I was like, well, how many, how many, how many potential, how many business owners you get in front of on a day? Like, oh, well, I sent an email, you didn't get back to me, but how many, how many have you emailed? Oh, just two? Well, two's not enough. Do you know, do you know what I mean? Like, and when mm-hmm. you break down the numbers, you'll see there's a ratio, law of averages, you'll see, well, actually, for every 10 business owners I contact, I end up getting two, two, two meetings. And for every six meetings, I sign a client. Great. Now, you can control the numbers. So as long as you've got a market that's big enough, you just make the numbers work out in your favor, X equals Y, then you, everything's within your control again. It's like, oh, I'm, I'm struggling to grow me whatever business. That's how you can make it. That's how you can remove remove the excuses if you say, oh, that guy messed me around, or that guy didn't do this, or they haven't got the budget, or clients keep messing me around. Speak to more people, and I promise you, everything will be better. So... Mm-hmm. 
So 94 calls, 38 connects, five decision makers, and two appointments. What was mm-hmm. what was the script? With, without like what, what, roughly, what was what did you say to people? I used what they gave to me. So we're talking about this is the, the thing, man. Did you use their one? Yeah, I used their one. I, want, I need something consistent. Oh, my goodness. It's worked for them. They're hitting targets. No, they're not. I can't believe you, you know. Yeah. This is, this is, this, 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 this Jay, this, let this me, let me, we, this is where we differ. I'll let you talk on. What I'm going to say is, he's talk, he's, listen, folks, he's took a, he's took a cold call prospect and pitch from a phone company who don't know how to cold call prospect. And he's just read a book called Fanatical Prospecting and he didn't use this. So why read the, why read the book? And now he's reading it again. For the, men- for the mentality part, bro. You know what it is? No, but it's application. He's give you a script. This is this is Mr. Prospecting. He is Mr. Prospecting, and you'd rather get... A pro- it's not that. Broski, listen. 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 Listen up. Give me something. I tried to deviate a little bit, man. Just got bored and, yeah, got a little, got a little message. Hey, uh, what are you saying? Can't say that. Use Use what we gave you, man. Oh, so, so so they've told you you've got to use. Yeah, so use this template. It's, 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 it works for us. Use this template. You'll be able. You'll be fine. You'll do well with this. After after doing a bit of networking, that's what they that's what they were telling me. Like, look, TJ. Yeah, we, we do, you know, do you know what? But do you know? Do you know what you got to sometimes got to be brave to do? What? Say no. Have you ever tried that? Have you ever tried? Have you ever said no? And see if the world explodes, or if you, someone snipers you in the head, nothing's going to happen. They're going to go, "Oh, what, what you mean, no, no, bro?" And no, you can negotiate and say, "Listen, your pitch is great. Love the pitch. Great pitch. Great pitch. Love it. <laughs> Appreciate <laughs> it so much." No, what? I'm going to, I'm going to keep that one. That's a keeper. It's a real keeper. That pitch. What? <laughs> you say, bro, I've got an idea though. Hear me out. <laughs> Yeah, great pitch, great pitch. Love the pitch you give me. Now I've got an idea. <laughs> Why don't you let me use a different one just for a week and see if it? Let's do an experiment because if it works, you can give it to. So you've got to sell them on. You've got to it's sell it be sold, and they've sold you on. Be sold. For you. So so. <sighs> what a waste so you can't so but the, but the thing is they're saying it works because they're deluded as well it 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 doesn't work that's the point like when they, okay when they say it works what do they mean they're getting appointments Getting appointments, getting they're getting. You, but you say, but but say, look, the industry average is ten appointments and a hundred calls. You're 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 at twenty percent of the industry average. You're doing you're doing that like the industry average is not that, so it's not working. You just want to keep the peace. This 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 is too liked. nice. I, I want to be liked. See, you're. you're <laughs> You want to be liked. This is the thing. You know what it is? I just want to win. 
No, 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 no. You want to be liked. You said it right the first time. You don't want to win. I'm, I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna hold you. I'm gonna give you tough love and be account and, and live on the air. Is no, right. It is. You know what? Can you let me speak. I, I, I will go. I'll go down fighting, bro. If I talk to the game, you talk to the game. You sound like one and, of those boxes. Me and JB, me and JB, we're buds, bro. We're gonna go. We're gonna go down fighting. And also, and also, check this. I can't believe. I can't believe. Listen, you. bro. Listen, bro. Tell, tell me, me, the, tell me the script, then. Just t- tell me the script and remove yeah. the company name. Live on the air because I, I forgot what it is. Tell me what it is. Ring, ring a ding ding. Doing it live like this. Ring a ding ding. And it happens. Huh? Do want to hear it? Ring, ring. No, no. So you you, you say ring, ring, and I'll answer the I, phone. I'm saying I'm gonna say ring, ring. <laughs> ready? I'm ready. You <laughs> go. On. Live, here in live, ring, 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 ring. Hello, hello. Is this Jamil? Yeah. Hi, it's TJ calling from blank. It's regarding the nationwide switch off of the old copper network over the next coming months, and I need to discuss with the person who looks after your telecoms. Or is that you? Say that again. Do you want it? Want to start the whole no, thing I'm, again? No, I'm in. I'm a customer. Say that again. I, did, I didn't catch that. I said that this is regarding the nationwide switch off of the old copper network, you know, the fiber, the internet lines. So I need to discuss with the person who looks after your telecoms. Or am I speaking to that person? Is it you, Jamil? Yeah, I, I deal with it. Why? Amazing. So Jamil, the reason why I'm calling is my job is to ensure that the business is ready for the digital switch over because services like broadband calls or anything else that still use the copper lines can be affected. I can arrange for one of the business managers, probably will be myself in this case, free of charge, to over Teams or face-to-face to ensure that switch runs smoothly and not affect your business. I have slots next week, Tuesday or Wednesday, if it's better for you. Sorry, when, you, when you say a switch over, what do you what what do you mean? Is like is, is my is my phone automatically switched up? When you say a switch over, and I'm being I'm a customer now. When you say a switch mm-hmm. over, what do you mean? Like, do you, it's about uh, the, my it's service the is going to be turned off? About the, yeah, so basically, if you haven't noticed or you haven't seen in the news, by 2025, all the old copper network will be switched off. So people have to be moved on to this new fiber connections. Okay. So my job is to ensure that your business is has had is going to have this digital oh, okay. I'm not I'm not with your company, though, so can I do it with my company? Will my company offer that? The only reason why we're asking is because that company will eventually have to use our infrastructure anyway. So the reason why I'm setting up a call with you is just to get an overview of your business and to see where we can add some benefit. But have you got any time for me either next week, Tuesday or Wednesday? Which day best suits you? No, no, I'm okay. I'm all right, thanks. You're okay because you've got a current company or you need to send you okay? Or... Yeah, yeah, I'm cool. I'm okay. Okay. I'm I guess interested. That Thank you. No worries. I guess because it's not your change to switch. You must, are you quite happy with your current company? No, I'm just not interested. But thanks, though. Okay. No, it's Jamil. Enjoy your great day. <laughs> See ya. Move on to the next yeah, company. Yeah. Next what, what, object, what, what objections do you get? Let's start there. What do people say um, at what point in the sale? You ready? So here are the common objections. Uh, we don't uh, know anything Sorry, can I, can I just... Are these objections that you've been told people say, or are these uh, did you write these down that people did say no. to you on the phone live? If you want the current objections that I currently face, uh, these yeah, are this, this one I'm saying, 
people just blindly follow a, a piece of paper. This one, and a no, no, like, yeah, people are going to say this. No one says that. And it's like, this is going to get you extra amounts of appointments. Oh, I've been saying it. It's not been getting me. Like, I want to know what objections have you heard from that pitch? And when... This is, this is it, bro. You want to hear them? Yes, please. Thank you very much, TJ. There we go. Not interested. When, when did they say that? They say, we're not interested. Until I go on a second, but you're not the one that deals with the telecoms. At what point did they no. say I'm not interested? Gatekeeper says it. And this will be after I've said the initial star. We're not interested. Decision maker has also said it. That was the majority of the objections I was getting. Not interested. I'm not interested. What do you say? Our, our, our current company is dealing with that. Yeah. Yeah. So not interested was the majority. Uh, someone like we have an IT company dealing with it. I think I went over that with you anyway. Uh, the, uh, the IT company dealing with it. Yeah. Um, that was that was probably that number one was not interested. Number two was IT company currently dealing with it. Yeah. Um, number three is we we wouldn't set up a relationship with you, so we don't actually like your company. Yeah. Bank. Um, those were the three major ones. Those weren't the major ones. All the when when do you get? The objection at one at what point in the call do you get the objection? This will be after I've re- I've said that said my second part. So after I've actually done the second part of it, that's when I receive the negative. What's what's the second part of it? So that's when I'm talking about the. So that's when I'm actually going through the the your business is ready for the digital switchover. Okay. Now let me ask you, what's the big claim in this pitch? The big claim, like would if you be, if you go through it. Not telling me in the pitch what's the big claim if you go through it again. The the pitch and the claim would be the fact that the copper's getting turned off, that the person, if they're on the copper network, they will not have service. So they need to effectively they need to be switching over. What again? What's the big claim? Like the big benefit. Like, oh my word. Like like free internet is a big claim. The, the like, claim, like you're going to get a big grant from the government to do X, Y, and Z. What's the big based, benefit? Based on that. Or, or, or no what's, the, what's the big, big benefit claim. then? What's the big benefit the customer the gets? The big benefit in, in this instance will be the switching on to a, a fiber network, moving on to a, a better better service. Yeah. And, and when, when do you say you're going to get a better service in the pitch? Oh, I don't really say that. I just so say about th- that's the exactly the point. Mm-hmm. You don't even. You, there's no claim in there. That's what. The, that's that was. That's. There's no like, because on the receiving end, on the receiving end, you're calling me. On the receiving end, as a customer, you're mm-hmm. calling me, and this is good for anyone who's selling anything, whether it's. Email, copy, phone, whatever. You're calling me and saying, listen, are you ready for the switchover? Copper's going to be, you know, copper's going away. Everyone's going to be on fiber soon. We just want to make sure you can, you switched over. That's basically the, the, the thing, isn't it? Yeah, in not so many words, just to say, yeah. Unless there's something else. What, what else is, because in that script, I didn't gather anything else that you said other than, there's a switch over. Everyone's going to be on fiber, and we want to see if we can switch you over. 
there you go. That's basically what we're saying. That you're gonna move you on. We're moving you off. So, so there's a nationwide switch off yeah, of the cop. And they've tried to um, say like because you've not implicitly said you're gonna have no service because they can't say like that's not gonna happen. Mm-hmm. So it's more like a Jones effect. Like oh, everyone's moving on to fiber. We're we're mm-hmm. getting in first, and we're gonna swap swap you onto fiber. That's the concept. But there's no claim there. There's no like because it's like oh well, I can do that with anyone else. It's like well, can I do that with doing with now? And the answer would be yeah, in it. Mm-hmm. That that's basically why I think if you followed something like Jeb Blunt's follow like the pros who do it, the pros, the world-renowned pros, your the, the script they give you doesn't fall. How close? Like if you put them next to one another, where like Jeb Blunt or Cardone or whatever, like you know, intro here, big claim goes here. How far down? Is your big claim compared? Like, big claim won't happen really until we're talking. If anything, it'll be something towards the very end, as in to get the yeah. customer excited before I. Wrap, <laughs> yeah, wrap you don't get you don't get it. That's the whole point, and this is something that people do in, in copy as well. Mm-hmm. There's there's a there's a copywriting um, copy chief, like he's like a senior copywriter, like he trains copywriters, got like a copywriting agency, okay. And he teaches copywriters. His name's Cal Milligan, really good copywriter. He teaches his, his copywriters. There needs to be a big claim within the first four lines or don't even send me the copy. Unless you're putting a monster claim where you're triggering skepticism because it's so big within the first four lines, don't even submit it to me. So imagine, Paige, dear reader, my name's Jimmy, and I'm gonna da da da. That's line two. Today I'm gonna show you this. Line four. This is gonna make, and it, it's not just a claim, a claim that triggers skepticism. Mm-hmm. Like the letter I sent out, which is co- it's still cold prospecting, like you're doing cold prospecting. I think on the, the second line, I said, I wanna make you a lot of money, and I think I can make you a million, I can make you an extra million pounds. I want to make you a million pounds. So it's going to trigger skepticism because someone's like, prove it, prove it. No, don't believe it. But I've got their attention. I'm like, well, look at what I've just done with this company. And then there's a screenshot that says $1.5 million. Done it for them. They're like, okay. Um, I'm like, not only that, there's three more companies. They're 27X. 4.6x their 12x revenue so it's not just there's one company i'm multiplying loads of companies revenue the big claim is so important and your company again they're a phone company much respected them they're good liked them kind of <laughs> but 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 if you if you if you was to if if you was to take that to a, like a like a Sales coach, they'd say the script needs to be ripped apart, needs to start fresh. No claim in there, and and it's also the angle is everyone switching over. Do you want, do you want to get switched over to? It's like it, it, like it could be stronger. It's not weak. It's not terrible. It could be stronger. I think. Mm-hmm. How do you think you could make? How strong is the claim out of ten? 
like ten is like I need to stop what mm-hmm. I'm doing right now and come and sign up for this. Like, like yeah, if like is, ten is, is like, something. for example, when Total first started, we'd go it's free, and they'd say what? Come, internet's free. They're like nothing's free, but they're walking over. They're coming over with an objection. <laughs> nothing's free. They're coming over. I'm like, let me show you how it's free. And then they're like, look, Lime Rental you pay for. Ah, see, no, 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 listen. You pay for Lime Rental, which you've got to pay. Internet's free. You, your total bill is, is £17. What do you pay now? They're like, 35 Yeah. You pay 16 70 because internet's free. They're like, what? For 12 months. Like, that. that is like, do you know what I mean? Big claim. It's like it's a, like all oh, the governments are, are going to pay to get all your walls and loft everything all done for you. Government's going to pay it. Like what? What strength out of ten is is your claim? Do you think? Well, claims probably like a two or three. It's not something that's going to the. I don't see. Yeah, you can see already. See, there's not going to be a um, from from a person receiving that message. It ain't going to be a massive thing for them to think, oh, let me get it done and dusted now. I had a point as well and I wrote it down. It actually mm-hmm. it actually confused me. Mm. And I wrote, there's a book called Don't Make Me Think, because it kills confused minds can't buy. I was thinking, what? Because the initial pitch is copper wiring. Now we're talking about copper wiring. The copper wiring has been swapped over. I'm thinking, copper wiring i'm not thinking i'm getting faster a better connection you've now told me about copper now i've got this vision of copper wiring i'm thinking copper wiring moving to fiber that and yeah. that and literally this is how i know they don't know what i'm talking about because copper is a feature fiber fiber optic is a feature it's not a benefit and this is like copyright one this is like the first thing you teach in copyright in school, like the basics, like like I feel like a like a feature is, you know, it, it's made out of glass. Do you know what I mean? Like it's it's made out of glass, and the benefit could be whatever. It looks nice. It it keeps your drink cold for keeps your drink refreshed. So you're saying, oh, it's fiber optic. Like even mm-hmm. that's wrong. Like you could even just say. Everyone's being upgraded from slow. In 2025, everyone's internet has been, like, like how much faster is fiber than copper? Say it's 20 times faster. What is 20X. it? 20x. Say it's 20 times faster. You could say in 2025, everyone's in everyone's internet's going to be 20 times faster because everyone's getting upgraded. Did you get your upgrade? Or So that's now a benefit. Your service is going to be 20 times faster. But when you're saying copper wiring, I'm like, what? How how could you make? How do you think you could make the uh, yeah. it, the pitch stronger? Well, the structure. The first thing I would be saying the moment I say the hi, this is TJ from blank. I'd be going straight into it. The reason for the call is, I'm just going straight yeah. into. I'll the reason for the call is because your business has appeared on my list as a company that we can increase the speeds by 20 times what it is currently right now. Yeah. Or you could even lay a hook and say, the reason for the call, you've appeared on my list as a company who could potentially be upgraded for free onto 20 times faster. Like, you're a business who might qualify or you're a business who appears to be on the old network and someone who might qualify 
to get completely upgraded. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And then you can add in a deadline. You know, by twenty twenty five, every single company is going to be removed off the, the service you're on. We, you know, we've managed to switch over. You know, twenty percent of the businesses in the UK. <clears throat> but you could qualify for a free upgrade, which means, which means, faster internet, better Zoom, like all that, all the benefits. Yeah, and all the benefits that benefit them. So. Here's the, so in in light of this, because this is this podcast getting long now, but in light of this um, episode, which is be accountable, can and can't control. Mm-hmm. If your company say don't use that script, use our script. What can you do to still use the script that's going to make you the most sales? Yeah. So of course. <clears throat> Gonna have to make it an A B test. So I say, hey, look. So the conversation will have to be love the script. Got go better idea. Work from home. To cut, uh, are they, I did. In fact, I've done a couple. Of, I did a couple of days from home with the script. I was only needed something just to work with to get started with. But now, now that you said this, now we've come up with a solution together. We can crack on with the new one. Because there's always going to be objections where like. Things aren't always in an ideal situation. Whereas, like, ah, oh, for the time being, because let's say you go away and you work from home for a week and you start booking mm-hmm. six appointments a day, then you can come back and say, "Well, I changed the script and I've noticed it gets you more appointments." Then they can embrace it. Nice. Then you can go back to being in the office with the new one. But companies, industries are. Like, uh, what's the word? In a bubble. Where it's like, the only way that works is the way that we're currently doing it. Not many not many companies, industries are open to a new way to do something. Mm. It's like, but this is how we do it. This is how it's always worked. We just, you just stick with that. Don't change. And in many cases, it's right. But a lot of times it's not. And in this case with your company, the numbers, the numbers don't add up. Don't make sense. Don't get the chance. Okay, goals for next week. So let me let's get to it. So accountability for next week. Overall down. So the, the, this week's GID challenge for me is I want to reach out to. I set it as fifty. <clears throat> I want to reach out to meaning send videos to cold outreach to a hundred fitness coaches. So I set I sent the dark the direct mail campaign yesterday. To 250 businesses. Um, that, that went out yesterday. But I want to stack more marketing on top of the market and then keep pumping out prospecting, pitching. So that, yeah. that's what I want to do by next week. hundred. I've, I've got a list of 50 already. So I need to find another 50 fitness coaches that I like the look of. Then I need to, um, then I need to, so I need to build my list of 100, add 50 to the list, and then I'm basically doing like a, a, a an email with a video where I'm basically going to screen record their website and say, listen, I've just found a little mistake on your website, or like I found a way for you to optimize this part. So, you know, get in contact if you want to set up a call. I'm a marketing consultant, X, Y, and Z. 
YouTube want you to stay broke. I don't want you to stay broke. I'm rooting for you. I'm going to show you how to turn your YouTube views into 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 money. <laughs> and know what I'm going to do as well. I'm going to give them the big claim within the first like ten five seconds. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I need to. I need to give them a claim. Like I'm going to show you how to turn your YouTube subscribers into a, like in, in like you know what I mean. I can double your sales with the current traffic you're getting from YouTube. I'm going to show you how to manipulate the traffic, the content you're doing to turn it into revenue without ads, without, you know, like I'm going to show you how to do that. So that's, I think that's what I'm going to do anyway. But I need to build my list, make the script, make the videos, and then reach out to them by next week. Teach. Let's get these meetings booked, man. I think it's just it's just meetings. Let's get these meetings done. Meetings, meetings. Because <clears throat> <sighs> you know what? Do you know? I'll be honest. When I saw your gauges, I didn't think. I thought it'd be more. In terms of, I thought you'd get more appointments per for the total number of calls. Hmm. Does it make sense? Why now? Yeah, it does because I know not from experience because I've not done what you're doing, so I can't say that. But I know from what other people say, like you know, booking like in a day, like four to five appointments in a day is like pretty standard, and like ten is like whoa, like ten's really good. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I just thought two appointments out of 94 seemed, I thought it would have been like three, four, or five out of 94. Well, I, I think it, if the pitch was improved, it might improve. How many appointments by next week, anyway? Ten. Let's get to ten, man. The same? Yeah. But let's get to ten. I've, I've done two. What's, what's this guy going? I, this guy has just disappeared on me. I'm like, yo, let me get to 10, bro. Let me get to 10. Get me, let me get everyone's in. Hey, okay. <laughs> I'm not letting you do that. You can't do that. <laughs> I, let me get to 10, bro. I object, I object, I object, I object, I object, I object. Here's why. Why? Here's why. Why? A distributor, a sales rep, doesn't go to the field and say, I want to do one today. You may as well not go. You want to do one. You you aim to do one sale, you're going to do zero. Say one sale, bro. This is 10 meetings. How many sales are you going to get from them 10 meetings? At the current rate, we spoke about this. At the current rate, it's about 20%. About one. I went far off. <laughs> do you know what I mean? I went far <laughs> off. Two to three. Okay. Um, um, just, just, just for the just for the sake of what we're about, the accountability club thinking big, ten x mm-hmm. rule, ten appointments in a week. How? 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 Because no, it is you're putting it off. You and, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit you between the eyes now because you, you're like. When this when when it all lines up perfect, then I'm gonna get me momentum. Nothing's aligned perfect. Let me finish. Look. Three days, I've got two. I'm trying to in a whole 
three days I've got two. I'm I'm five X in the production in less time. So by what, what, next what week, book, what book are you okay? reading right now? Ten X rule. So you five X there. So can we ten X here at least? Okay. okay. Well, CJ, look. What's going to go wrong? Okay. We are, are 10x. What's going to go wrong if you set the goal higher? What could, it's just a number that you've wrote down. Like, tell me the negative. What what, what negative in, impact can happen by setting a bigger 20. goal? Okay, 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 okay. 20 meetings by next week, Wednesday. Let's see how that. hard that was. CJ, CJ man. You, you. <laughs> reasonable. <laughs> you want to be comfortable? Nice. Reasonable. We're all, we're all guilty of it. It's important. We need people to push us. 20 meetings. Meetings. But now, but now in my head, my heart's pumping, bro. Okay. I'm thinking, just to get 20 meetings done. That's four, that, that's four meetings a day? Yeah. Oof. There's no what you wanted to do. You Oof. wanted to set 10 and come back and say, oh, I'll book the 11, i book 12, and come in all swanky like that. You know? You know Because you know, 10, 10's doable. You know 10's doable. It's comfortable, isn't it? Hey, the way I've been struggling this week, it didn't seem like it was a, it was a, okay what are you going to do if they take the list off you though hmm? what are you... easy call, call companies I'll find a list oh, I'll call I'll find companies to call yeah yeah buy a list or something I think if people. you go face to face and you, you spend a full day on a high street I think you'll easily get one appointment maybe two that's one but I need four <laughs> so you need four I'll, a day I'll just go B2B okay that, that was what so twenty, so twenty between now and next week is literally four meetings. Is about four meetings okay. a day. Okay. So to 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 remove this, is why we kept the numbers to remove the the the, the to demystify the whole situation. Mm-hmm. Pay your gauges. Yep. Yeah. See. Ninety-four calls, thirty-eight connects, five decision makers, two appointments. Yep. So so to get to get to four, you need to make two hundred calls a day. Simple as that. Simple. Which is funny because I sent you the link where Grant Cardone said my guys make four to five hundred calls a day. So can you? So what would happen if you made four hundred calls with the same numbers? What would happen? How many points would you get in a day? Here we go. What's that? What would happen if you made four hundred calls with those current numbers, and the ratio stayed the same? Based on the ratio, it'd be about eight eight appointments. Hmm. Eight appointments in, in in how many? About eight appointments a day. And what would that be in a week? Eight appointments a day would be 40, 40 in a week. Oh, okay. That's not possible, though. You can't do that, can you? No. Uh, of course you, I can. You don't, you don't want to work that hard, that's why. Of course I can. Of course I can. Yeah, and I will. <laughs> of course I can. Didn't, didn't, I'm doing impressive to my mind as I speak. Yo, I, I gotta hit the gym though. Sorry, that's yeah, 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 yeah. No problem. But it's been a long one. It's been a good one though. Yeah, it's been a good one. So, um, anyway, I'm I'm getting on to I'm getting on your case. I need to make sure I reach out to those fitness coaches and and do do what I need to do. Um, do I was actually speaking to a fitness coach today who said he hasn't got time for yeah, like prospecting and and getting new business in because he's so busy with client work. And you've just got to find like you've got to find a way to do both. Anyway, folks, it's been good, and um, it's been great. On on to next week. Next week's gonna be big. I feel man. like I've Ooh. really bashed you this week, and, and I'm gonna I'm gonna tone down because I, I've hit my goal. So I'm I'm, I'm on my I'm on my soapbox. Is he gone? 
Come on, chill time. Yeah, TJ's going to the gym. He's, he's got off. Anyway, it's just me. So take it easy. Thanks for listening to the GID Network. If you want to join the club and, and have someone hold you accountable, go to the GIDnetwork.com. Sign up. You'll get our emails. Tell us about what you're trying to achieve, what you're looking to do. Um, and this is a this is a no nonsense wolf pit. You know, we're not going to hug you and hold your hand and tell you everything's okay. This is going to be, you know what I mean? It's going to be tough love. So if you want some of that, sign up. Take it easy.